ladies, so welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast. I am here today, man. It is mid-November. I am so happy and so grateful for all of you. The numbers continue to rise, and I continue to pump out an insane amount of content. And today, I'm going to show you exactly... Oh, a really good breakdown of a TOEFL IBT question. Again, this is one-on-one coaching with one of my students from Palestine. As a matter of fact, this was probably a couple of months back, and I have so many different recordings, so I try making content with a lot of it. But, um, you know, in this one, we were talking about spending versus saving and why you should possibly build up on your idea just a little bit because, again, in this podcast, you're going to hear a couple of things in terms of, okay, I would like to save, but to buy this. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not necessarily saving. So you have to back up your idea with a little bit more finesse. And you guys, first, I want you to hear it, and then I'll explain after the little four-minute snippet. Okay, all right, again. Now, let me just share the screen real quick. Okay, so again, I'll repeat that. If you had a small amount of money, would you spend it right away or save it? I'm going to give you 15 seconds to prepare. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, 45 seconds. Hit it. Since I'm married, if I had a small amount of money, I would save it. I have a plan that I want to buy a car to my house to uh, to my wife. So I would like to save some money to give her the car that she wanted. Also, I want to buy a house. If I if I will keep spending every 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 amount of money that I have, I won't be able to buy the stuff that I want to buy in the future. That's why I think it's a better idea to keep the small amount of money. Oh, okay. All right. I was waiting. I was like, okay, is that the end? Okay, not bad. That's about 36 seconds or so, plus or minus two. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, about nine seconds shy. It's well, it's It tricks me because, you know, like every time when I practice, I see the screen in the screen that there is 45 seconds and I see where – you know, what what time left and, you know? Yeah. Does it make you nervous when you look at the screen? No. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. All right. So do you have a timer with you? Because we can make it very, very lifelike, at like a mock test, if you will. Uh, okay. You know, I will... Uh, I, I will uh, answer for 45 seconds yep. and then until you, under, until you tell me stop. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay. So you said, you opened it up. You said, since I'm married, you would like to save. However, going into that, you didn't provide any linkers. Now, am I saying it's a bad thing? No. Um, I don't want you to approach this from a template style because you already have the structure. But when you don't have linkers, it doesn't necessarily provide that flow. And then when you go from no linker into, okay, save it to buy a car, you, then you said also, which is a linker, and then you went into the entire, you know, buying a house if I don't save, which is good. You use the conditional and if clause. 
Uh, but then at the very end, it's like you could have added something to round it up and the information was a little bit contradicting. I'm going to explain that in the Word document that I write up for you after this so you can actually look at your strengths and your weaknesses, okay? As well as the audio that you're going to listen to again, look at the Word document and say, oh, I understand what he's talking about. <sighs> Does that make sense? So again, you yeah, have the structure. You have the time limit. It's all about just letting it flow. I always want you to think in multiples of two in regards to this uh, specific task. You opened up probably with a three-second statement, and then which is, which is okay because that gives you an additional 40-plus seconds to go into your body of work, which they are going to be grading you on. Use it in a, you know, talk about the complex structures, use complex structures, use compound sentences, because again, that's what you're gonna be graded on. If you use simple, 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 that means you're probably gonna have a lower mark. That's the way I see it in regards to TOEFL. All right. Does that make sense? Can you hear me? Uh-oh. I think my Wi-Fi is bad. Okay, guys. So, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. As I was saying before, it's very difficult to... Now, just think about it. If you say, hey, you know, I want to save money to buy a car. Yeah, okay, to a certain extent. But we're, we're talking about, are you more of a spender? Or are you more of a saver, right? Now, if he saves money to buy a house, to buy a car, that's great. But it's good to emphasize just a little bit more. So to save money in the long term so that you can invest in a car and a house, which gives you ownership of different types of property. Now, obviously, car being a liability, I understand that. But to own a house in a neighborhood where real estate is going up, Therefore, if you sell it in about 10 to 20 years time, the value might multiply. So it's good to go into it just a little bit more. And again, you guys probably heard some of those grammatical uh, errors that he had, um, you know, while he was speaking and whatnot. Now that, of course, will develop over time. Do not worry about that so much. But the structure was there. It's just, gosh, he has to develop the idea just a little bit more because because of his limited amount of language, you know, the logic fell apart just a little bit. So with that being said, guys, we have a couple of more speaking questions to get into in the next podcast. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for tuning in to another one. I'm your host as always, over and out.